have church. Yeah, we're having some great moves of God. We want you to be a part of that, so come on out and be with us. Well, let's see if we can't squeeze this in. This is the Commonwealth Minute, and of course, this is from Commonwealth Policy Center and Executive Director Richard Nelson. We should be coming up just any minute with that, hopefully. And we'll see if we can't uh, maybe refresh that and see if we can get that to come up the way that it should. Uh, seems that maybe our internet is having a little bit of a problem here and making sure we're still broadcasting. And uh, let's see if I can maybe get... And make sure we're connected. Because I want to get that in here as quick as we can. And, uh, of course, uh, we're sometimes got things running smooth here. And sometimes not. But you know what? It's a Friday. So why wouldn't it run a little off? <laughs> Maybe we can get it to go. Here we go with Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. It's hard to know what to believe anymore. Artificial intelligence can take faces and voiceovers and make a real person say something that they've never said all with the help of artificial intelligence. Consider a recent deepfake of deceased actor Robin Williams. His daughter says it's disturbing. Another one involves Tom Hanks. A new commercial features an AI version of Hanks. Problem is, he never consented to it. Hanks said that we saw this coming. We saw that there was going to be this ability to take zeros and ones inside a computer and turn it into a face and a character. Now, modern technology and the possibility of deepfakes forces us to be ever so cautious and discerning. If in doubt about the truth, search out the source and confirm the truth before passing it on. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is Commonwealth Policy Center. And, you know, uh, AI is going to be a problem because of how that it can make people. That's just like people can take a sample of my voice and and put out a video of me saying something that I never said. This is going to complicate elections. It's going to complicate, uh, you know, what people believe and uh, what people receive. So uh, we, we're going to have to be very careful of what we believe to be truth. Uh, the old saying, you know, uh, believe half of what you see uh, or none of what you see and half of what you hear. Well, that's probably going to be a rule of thumb with this AI technology. Well, it is time for us to take our little break. And the reason we take a break, we got to clear up the lags so that we can record our teaching session. Put them on the archives. Don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. You know why? Because we're going to be right back.
Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. We certainly appreciate you joining us today. Hope that you're having a great day thus far, and we want you to study the Word of the Lord with us as we pick up where we left off yesterday, and we're studying in the book of Revelation, and we're going to turn into Revelation chapter 6 and verse number 5. We're starting with the third seal. And when he had opened the third seal, I saw the third beast say, come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And when he had opened, and I just want to stop right there. I didn't want to jump into the other fourth seal. But um, this is a, a time that is following war. And of course, uh, this, um, I guess we could look at and say, this is a time of uh, famine, hunger. Uh, it's going to be a time of expense. Uh, let's just go to the Lord in prayers. We study today about this uh, third seal that we're going to uh, look at and hopefully uh, read more about it and get more out of it uh, so we can see what is to come and even compare some things to our day today. 
uh, not saying this is prophetically connected uh, for today, but just kind of doing some comparisons. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we ask, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way as we study your word. I pray that we will expound your word and rightly divide it uh, line upon line, precept upon precept, and that we will do what will bring honor unto you. Lord, guide our thoughts, our words, and our hearts as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, uh, when you look at uh, this particular uh, seal, the third seal being uh, a black horse, uh, it represents famine. Uh, black equals famine. If you go to Jeremiah chapter 14, uh, verses 1 and verse number 2, also Lamentations 5 and 10. And uh, I want to read those to you because uh, I want you to get a full understanding of uh, what is represented here. Uh, remember, there are some things that are literal and there are some things that are symbolic. And so we want to uh, give you uh, as much information as we can so that you can make your decisions along uh, with what we study. Uh, in Jeremiah chapter 14 and verse 1 and 2, it says, The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah concerning the dearth. And of course, uh, a dearth is uh, a drought, a uh, restraint of rain. And where you don't have any rain, you're not going to have any food being produced. In verse 2, it says, Judah mourneth and the gates thereof languish. They are black. They are black unto the ground, and the cry of Jerusalem is gone up. So we see that the black horse representing famine is also mentioned in Jeremiah as a the black represents famine and uh, lack of rain. So lack of rain again, no crops are going to be grown. The next place that it wants us to look at in our lesson is Lamentations. And Lamentations chapter 5 and verse number 10. And I ask forgiveness for my scraggly voice this morning, but uh, I didn't get much sleep last night. But in uh, Lamentations 5 and 10, again, it says, Our skin was black like an oven because of the terrible famine. So now looking at this particular, uh, we see that uh, that famine, the black horse, represents famine, and famine always follows war. It's always a lack of resources, a lack of food, a lack of water. Uh, you know, like what's going on with Israel and Gaza right now. Uh, Gaza had their water cut off, uh, electricity cut off, uh, and, and resources now are going to be scarce, uh, you know, whether it's food or uh, medical supplies or whatever. It's, not, it's Just think about if you was right now, if where you live, everything was annihilated, you couldn't go get gas, you couldn't go to the grocery store, you uh, couldn't go get your medicine at the pharmacy, 
you you had no water to drink because you turn on the faucet and nothing comes out. Uh, it would be a dark time. And this is what the people of Gaza are experiencing to a certain extent. And uh, But this particular seal is uh, is coming. It's something that is going to be worse than anything we've ever seen. So the third seal being the black horse, which represents famine, and we find that then uh, a penny is was considered a laborer's daily wage, and ordinarily it bought eight times as much as what is mentioned here. And uh, so I want to kind of give us an idea uh, because uh, famine always follows war. Food rationing becomes a strict order and is the aftermath of war. And uh, this black horse speaks of famine and inflation. And why you why you bringing inflation in for pastor? Because this. Um, this famine, this black horse, now brings in uh, a, a an increase in what the cost of living is. And remember, you you got the the time of peace, then war breaks out, and now you got famine, and uh, that is the first, second, and now the third seal, and the balances would indicate that everything must be weighed. A measure of wheat is about a quart. Everybody pretty well knows what a quart uh, jar looks like. A penny being referenced to a day's wage for a laborer. Just for instance, if a man earned $10 a day, in order for him to buy a bushel of wheat, it would be $320. Now, just think of that inflation. We we talk about inflation here in the U.S. Uh, we talk about how high gas prices are, food prices are, and and uh, just the cost of living, and how that wages are down here, but the inflation uh, keeps on raising and prices keep on going up. Think about this: if you earn ten dollars a day. Uh, and and just say you earned a hundred dollars a day, so now that's ten times as much as what uh, we're talking with ten dollars. So you earn a hundred dollars a day. Ten times three hundred and twenty is three thousand two hundred dollars. So think about if you went out to buy something, just a bushel of wheat. After the war, famine sets in. Food is scarce. I remember talking to my dad, and my dad would talk about living during the Depression. During the Depression, uh, food was scarce. Uh, Nobody had any extra. Uh, He would say things like this. There was no use to go to the neighbor and ask them for something because they didn't have anything either. So food became rationed. I don't know if any of you all remember and you have to be a certain age to remember this, uh, when they rationed gas back in the 70s and long gas lines just to get $5 worth 
or five gallons worth. And then you had to go and get back in line again to come back through and get another five gallons. It's, uh, it was a terrible time because uh, gas was rationed, and, and it didn't matter how much money you had. It didn't matter how much money you had. You, you paid for whatever the gas price was. I remember when it came a, a flood of 77, and uh, bread, just bread, went up astronomically, and uh, prices were inflated so bad. Uh, that bread was out of sight just to buy a loaf of bread. So think about this. If you made $100 for your day's work, but you went out to buy wheat to make bread, not buying bread, but buying wheat to make bread, and it cost you $3,200. Man, would anybody be able to afford that? No. No we would all be suffering from the war. We would all be suffering from the inflation. So now that we see this, maybe the inflation we have now is not so bad. But what is going to happen in Gaza? Well, food's going to be rationed. Resources are going to be scarce. And if you do get anything, it's going to cost you a lot of money. So... That's what war does. War uh, brings hardships not only on those rising up, but the innocent bystanders, the innocent people. They have to deal with the results of war. So let's look again. The oil and wine are luxuries that we mentioned and are not to be measured out to the famine-stricken hungry. So... Uh, it is a uh, it is a uh, a time when balances are in the hand of the rider of the black horse, and I'll bring this up so you can kind of go along with us. A pair of balances. Now everybody should know what a balance is. A balance is something that you put a weight on one side, and then you put whatever you're buying on the other, and when it balances out. That's why it's called a balance. When it balances out, then that is what uh, you buy for that particular price. I remember when uh, back in the day you would go in and buy a pound of nails, uh, just you know, regular eight-penny nails or 16-penny nails, and you would go in these uh, old stores and you would take and you would put uh, you know, so many nails in this scale. And it would tell you how many pounds you have. If you bought a pound or two pounds, then you put them in a bag and you take them up and you say, I got two pounds of nails. Well, that's kind of what these balances are. Uh, they're scales, if you will, to uh, measure out the food. And so everything had to be measured. He heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny. <clears throat> so, if a man would earn $10 a day, it would cost him $320 for a bushel of wheat. And then it goes on to say, and I guess I could just inject here, we can see the results of war puts a hardship not only uh, economically, uh, physically, emotionally, 
but it puts a financial burden on people. And uh, so how easy would it be for finances to run out of your home or my home if we had to pay $320 for a bushel of wheat or if our uh, wage was $100 a day and we had to pay $3,200? How long would your money last? How much wheat could you buy? How long could you live on it? So we're seeing a time like never seen before. That's why it's called the Great Tribulation Period. is because it's a time like never seen. But with this, we see also that he goes on to say, three measures of barley for a penny. And, and so we see this uh, scale. Everything has to be measured before it is sold. And inflation is through the roof. That's right. No use talking about how bad it was. When when this happens, there'll be no bargaining with the store owner. And, you know, we think that we have crime now, you know, that we have crime, people looting stores and going in and stealing stuff. Think if you had nothing to eat, how many stores would be looted? Because after all, would not you be willing to uh, say, I'm going to uh, have to feed my family or I'm going to have to, uh, you know, uh, get in that place where I'm going to have to uh, do something to survive? Of course. That would be the, the, um, the day. And then we see something else. We see something else here that uh, it says, do not hurt the oil and wine, which basically means don't uh, <clears throat> be selling it uh, to people who are famine-stricken. Uh, the few rich leaders will become richer while the number of the starving will increase. You see, nobody's money lasts forever. And so once you start spending at that high rate, what are you going to do when you run out of money? Now, there's no work. There's no work. There's no, uh, you know, ability to get food. So if you don't have money and you don't have ability to get food, terrible time, right? Terrible time. The black day of famine is coming, and millions will perish through starvation. Now, we all know a little bit about hunger, right? We all know a little bit about hunger because we say, well, you know, <clears throat> my belly's growling or I'm starved to death. We say things like that, but it's not nowhere near what the pain of starvation really is. Now, if you've seen uh, videos and different things of of little children in Ethiopia during the starvation and the malnutrition and their little bellies are swelled and they're just crying because of the pain. Not because their, their belly's growling, but they're crying because of the pain. We see that this third seal, a black horse representing famine, is going to bring so much devastation 
starvation, and death. What the war didn't get, starvation's going to try to finish off. And then we see that the rich will have plenty. The Antichrist will control the economy. That's why eventually you're going to see you can't buy or sell without the mark of the beast. But what's the hope? Well, the hope is the church is going to be raptured out of here. That's the hope. And uh, so we, we have to understand that sometimes we got to look and say, I know this is coming and we better live. We better live as if we're going to have to go through everything. But I want to have the hope that we will not have to go through this devastation. I believe the Lord loves us enough to keep us from starvation, to keep us from the war, and to keep us from all of the things that's coming upon this earth. Because the Great Tribulation... It's, a, it's referenced as Jacob's trouble. Jacob is Israel. There's going to be things that are dealing with Israel that does not deal with us in America. That's why when the fullness of the Gentiles is complete, that means no more Gentiles will be saved. We need to be ready. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for the word today. I pray that I have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully, and told it in such a manner that people will not only take what has been taught, but they will research and dig deeper and understand more of your word. Help us to always be able to teach it line upon line, precept upon precept. Lord, if we misrepresented or misquoted your word in any way, forgive us and help us that we will always speak your word plain, simple, and rightly divide the word of truth. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. I hope today's uh, study has been a blessing to you. I hope it hasn't been boring or anything like that. Sometimes, uh, uh, you know, uh, we can get sidetracked into uh, maybe just getting complacent with the word, like, oh, I already know that, or I've already read that, or I've already studied that. But maybe we could all just come together and study and, and dig deeper in the word and get more out of the word. A famine is coming. And, and you know what uh, the Bible says? There's a famine coming, not for bread or water, but for hearing the word of the Lord. Well, the real famine's coming too, the literal famine, because of war and all the things. Just kind of watch how everything plays out with Israel's conflict with uh, Hamas. Just wait and see how it all plays out and see how much uh, you know, starvation, devastation, things begin to happen. Am I linking that, what we studied today together? No, I'm just saying, watch what war does because this great tribulation is coming. But we better look up because our redemption is drawing nigh. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running, and our trivia question for today is simply this. 
who was Moses' father-in-law. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on Monday's broadcast. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast today. Hope you will join us every day, Monday through Friday, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can 